there, I'm Thanos. Ambor is intended for listeners that have finished reading Worm and are passively familiar with Worm's many fanworks. Fanworks talked about during the show may be spoiled during discussion. And if you're going to listen anyway, ignoring this warning, you will be balanced. You've been warned. to another episode of Echimisha's Bad Reviews and Opinions, also known as Embor, your premier worm fan fiction podcast on the internet, and probably across every single reality. I'm Misha. I'm Etch. And today and we are joined by the illustrious Stabby Unicorn. Hello. Hi. Welcome to our podcast, which is, for the record, named Etch and Misha's Bad Opinions and reviews it's because okay. <laughs> because that's why we get the acronym embor what's pokemon we've never heard of it <laughs> pokemon they're the worst uh, fire starter the pokemon i think i have some cards here yes yes on you uh actually yes well i'm holding them now oh my god <laughs> i have a camerupt uh masquerade an ivysaur I like Ivysaur. A Venusaur. Yeah. And Raticate. Masquerade's nice. I like Masquerade. I I know like four of them because I'm a fake fan. I had never (laughs) heard of most of these. I knew Ivysaur and uh, Venusaur and Raticate. Damn, you guys have not... You guys haven't kept up like at all? No. Okay. I played... I played the uh, Omega Chim-chai. Ruby, and I played uh, Fire Red, and I played uh, Sun and Moon, and that's about it in terms of like my experience with the the Pokerman franchise. Damn. Um, and also I also played, played Smash Bros. <laughs> I played Red, the original Red. No, um, I'm so sorry. And I uh, used to collect cards when I was little, and. Um, and I watched the first 52 episodes of the show. I own at least one copy of every single release of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have... Like, every release? Like, including, like, I have both versions? Cartridge. I have not, um, some, some generations have both versions, but I have a blue cartridge. I have a crystal cartridge. I might have lost my emerald cartridge. And You're then just flexing on us here. Gen- Look... Look, I the only have, real fan here. I didn't All right, have look, I, I have, I I have okay. legally obtained ROMs of each game in the series, so there's that. <laughs> um, I think I did play Yellow back in the day. Uh, Yellow was the best because, like, it, Pikachu followed you around. Exactly. They Pikachu, and Pikachu's the best. They brought that back in um, Soul Silver and Heart Gold. The first yeah, Pokemon and then in they, the party they removed it again. <laughs> They removed it, and then oh. they brought it back in Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee. Oh, that is the one Pokemon game that I haven't bought, and that's the Let's Go uh, oh. games on the Switch. Well, it's not a real one. 
<laughs> According to my friends, it is, so I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I, I, uh, welcome to Emboar. We okay. sometimes talk about worm fan fiction. Well, it turns out it's just, we're a Pokemon <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> get get, I mean, it was get out the name. of it. It was, it was faded way, from on. day one. Get so what is this on. worm? What is worm? Worm take is a... It. Take is a, that, is you is worm. A, <laughs> take that, you worm fic. Worm uh, is an obscure Canadian web novel uh, written by uh, a pig... N- named uh, Wildebeest, um, or Warner Brothers. Wait, or... it's Canadian? Yeah, yeah lives... Wildbo's Canadian. <laughs> Wildbo lives wow. in, like, like, the middle of nowhere Canada, from what I gathered. That's, that's why EarthBet has dollar coins instead of dollar bills, because <laughs> Wildbo no, no, is... No, 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 okay, no, no, no. America has dollar coins, okay? I don't know, I don't know why people in... are up in a tizzy over this, but we have dollar <laughs> coins. They exist. They exist. I actually... <laughs> We're never going to talk about Wormfic at this rate. But I actually watched this whole, like, episode about they tried to get dollar coins and you could, like, buy them at for $1 on this website using credit cards. But then it turns out people were just using it to, like, get credit card reward point money and ended up, like, s- stealing thousands of dollars from the U.S. government, basically, in credit card rewards. So oh, that was fun. say can you <laughs> see by the dots. Speaking okay. of Worm fan fiction. What have you all been reading recently? <laughs> uh, this week, I have not been reading. But once again, I've only been mostly reading the Cauldron Cup snips and whatever people throw my way. Yeah, for, that's like, wrapping editing. up, right? Yes, I think the all, all eight final matches are in. I, I, I think. Shoutouts <laughs> sure. to that. Shoutouts to that. Uh, I'm in that final eight, you know, gentle, mild flex. <laughs> uh. I have, um, oh, Stabby. Oh, yeah, I, I have not been reading uh, Wormfic lately, unfortunately. Um, I can't remember what the last Wormfic I read was. Not been reading Fic in general the last few weeks. Yeah. No, the last, like, two weeks, yeah. That's valid. Why you don't is need Archive to... of Our Own not working right now? What's going on? I don't know. Maybe some maintenance thing. I I have ugh, I feel so selfish by saying this. I've been reading the comments on my own posts, and that's been <laughs> that's been the extent of my. Oh no! I've read it in you golden get armor. Comments? I've read it in golden armor. I, I oh. by by particularly large bell, aka L. Part- I oh A god, I fucking love particularly large bear. Also I known fucking as L. Lo- I fucking love in golden armor. It's this. It's this tattletale shitfic where she's where she like meets someone who is just so wholesome and pure that there's nothing for her power to dig up, and so, so they can be in a relationship. It is it's just, it is very WAF. I I do like I do enjoy it a lot. It's just so nice. WAF stands for warm and fuzzy feelings. I didn't know that for months. Thank you, Dave. Neither, <laughs> neither did not, not, bleh, neither did I when I first started reading it. I just kept asking people, hey, I want to read fakes that are happy. And they go, do you mean WAF? And I'm like, no, I don't want a waffle. I want something to read. <laughs> and they go, no, 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 you don't understand. It's warm and fuzzy feelings. I'm like, yes, I do like those. Those are very nice. Well, I've a also... waffle would go very well with the story I want to write next. Oh. Uh, I want to write something inspired by Stranger Things. I have not watched that show. <laughs> I, I have not watched I that show. I have also not watched that show, but I'm still interested. Keep but uh, <laughs> egos are involved. Um, not in my story. My story won't actually... It's not gonna, it wouldn't be a crossover. Um, it'd, be, it'd be an inspired by kind of deal. Right. Um. Mostly the formula. So 
the formula of Stranger Things, at least in the first and third season. I can't remember the second if it did this, but in the first and third season, you have uh, pretty much three main protagonist groups and two antagonists. Uh, One of the antagonists is kind of uh, responsible for the other one. So one's the real big bad and the other's kind of the 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 underling big bad. Well, it's the thing that keeps messing you up as you try to figure out what's up with the big bad. So, like, Mm. think of it like Cauldron and Scion, you know? Yeah, yeah, I was was actually going to mention Contessa, it felt like. Yeah. Well, that's the other problem, is I I have to get rid of Contessa, (laughs) because, like, she's too powerful, so that's, like, the first thing I do. One word, Mantellum. No, no, no. Just say that she's, she's taking a vacation to some, like, Scottish castle in the countryside, you know? Ooh, that's a <laughs> reference to Felix Fortuna! I love hey. that thing. No, I'm just thinking about, um, uh, there's just going to be portals involved. And, mm. you know, maybe she gets stuck on the wrong side of one. Oh, oh I thought you meant, like, the Valve video game portals. Well, I mean, y- y- kind of, but no. Oh. <laughs> damn shut down but uh but yeah it's i have not figured it all out yet but it's going to have like elements of mystery and i love um, i love your mystery work so it's really exciting for mm, me speaking speaking of stabby's mystery work oh that's that's oh, a cool transition the, the other the other thing that's really important is uh basically taylor is going to team up with pico and uh Whoever who's in charge of the the school, um, the, the principal, principal Blackwell, 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 Blackwell. yeah, okay. Blackwell. Um, she's going to team up with those two. Oh my god, uh, that's like mm, that's that's, uh, that's new, breaking new ground. <laughs> yeah, that's why I I thought of it. So yeah, she's going to be that's doing so that. So cool. That's and actually then, really um, cool. And then uh, there's going to be. Uh, some other group as well. Well, two other groups because there have to be the three protagonist groups total. That's great. <laughs> um, that's that's very exciting. That's super yeah. cool, yeah. man. I am. I love that. And, <laughs> and knowing and knowing you, Stabby, that oh. means like you, you're probably going to plan this thing probably from like beginning to end before you even start to write it because yes. I, I think that's something that's something you've brought up a bunch. I think on Cauldron yeah. is that you don't then, you don't write before planning everything. No, I I plan it out. But usually after a few chapters, I have to replan because something didn't go according to plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but, but like you the overall the, thing yeah. stays. Yeah. You have the overarching one. And that's yeah. that's very important, I feel like, for this fandom because, mm-hmm. you know, we don't get <laughs> a lot of finished works. People don't yeah. think about finishing the works. So I think it's very cool that, you know, you yeah. actually go through the process of planning it all out, making sure all your plot beats and all your elements are all working together it's very nice thank you. yeah thank you it's it's definitely a strength of yours in comparison to certain uh, other writers which is basically everyone else that's a call out post to at everyone <laughs> just got pinged oh. <laughs> i mean another another thing another good thing is that i from what i've seen of most of, of all the works i can find on worm story search of yours is that you don't do big projects i think i think your longest no. fic is reparo isn't it yeah, it is. It that's sitting uh, at like what fifty six thousand or fifty nine thousand words, something like that, mm-hmm. around sixty k. That's very. That's actually very short for you know this fandom, and I think that's yeah. that's a very big strength of your works. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't seem to write longer because 
even though I, I, um, I don't think necessarily that the sentences I craft are spectacular. I spend a lot of time on them. And yeah. Um, so like, like I'm not saying they're spectacular. Like, oh, I spend hours on every sentence, and therefore it is fantastic. No, I mean I spend hours every on every word. sentence, and it's, eh, it comes out Aww. like. Some are okay, some are good, some are not, but like the the time is spent, and so because of that level of obsessing, I just don't writing something big seems way too intimidating mm-hmm. and I don't think it's it's obsessive, I think it's more that um I think it's a passion that you put behind your words, and I think that's that's very yeah. important when doing anything. It definitely reflects in the, in the quality of the final product. I think the character work is is so excellent. Um, I, I, one of your biggest strengths, Stabby, is whenever you like take a character that you is like seen often in in fictum, what you like to do is like put a, a really good twist on him, like uh, Miss Militia in Case of the Disappeared <laughs> Villain. Yeah. Uh, spoilers yeah. for Case of the Disappeared Villain. Uh, which is an, a very excellent mystery fic. If you are listening to this and you haven't read it, I recommend you pause it right now to go uh, read. To go read. This is it's 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 a rare time where we will do that because it is a mystery and it works so much better when you don't have all of the pieces. But essentially, Taylor is put in a group project with uh, Sophia and I think it was Madison. Madison, yes, Madison. Maddie. And and um, they are assigned to research Lustrum, and they accidentally uncover this huge conspiracy um, spanning like all these different people with all these different ideologies, and it's so fascinating how it all comes together. And that one was really hard to plan out. You said spoiler alert, and then you spoiled and nothing. Then, and, then, and then, no, 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 I'm saying it's uh, incoming. It's incoming. Okay, it's still coming. It's still coming. And, and then it comes to, to show Miss Militia, who is known in fictum for being a pretty good person, like, you know, like Captain America, like boy hero. I am uh, doing my part. She's horrible. She is so awful. Um, she is the, the, the real bad guy in case of the disappeared villain. And that is so fascinating to me that you chose her and characters like Sophia and Madison, while they feel like uh, authentic to themselves, they still are like heroes in this as opposed to their, their more negative portrayal. And I really love how you twisted that. Well, I, I, that's kind of like the thing I like. I enjoy is characters are complicated so there can be many sides to a character so in case of the disappeared villain uh, Miss Militia in a different circumstance might seem perfectly nice the the the, uh, the representation of her that we may see in other fic the quintessential um, hero essentially yeah, and also the always reasonable, um, the equivalent of an all the Harry Potter fanfic, uh, Madame Bones, which probably explains that's why. That's the nurse, right? No, 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 no. no that's, that's Madame um, Amelia Bones, uh, Susan uh, yeah. Bones' mom. She runs the uh, uh, aunt. DM. Susan. Aunt. Uh, yeah. <sighs> this is why we're not a Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. podcast. Well, anyway, all the fic, 
always shows her as being the reasonable one who listens, you know, like the one good person in the Ministry of Magic. And it's a lot of Wormfic shows Miss Militia is like, you know, the 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 most good person. The new in... mom. That's that's the that's yeah, what I see Miss Militia mostly as that. the new mom. <laughs> Exactly. There's, there's literally kind of like thing, multiple things like, where she is the Taylor's new mom. No, that, that's the joke. There's every, okay. Well, somebody... I, w- I would actually read that. I, I need to uh, find some of those. Shout out to, to Nike by Hopeful Penguin. It's pronounced Nike. I, what? I think. Uh, I because, okay. Okay. Here. Okay. Let me let me do this. Nike is the brand of the shoe. Nike. They took their name from the Roman goddess of victory, whose name is Nike. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> I did not know this. I, let's move on. <laughs> I, no, it's it's here. Here's it's your myth, mythology now. mythology one hundred and one lesson for y'all. Yeah. Well, there you go. You <laughs> learned something new today. I, I think yeah, Nike was one of the early ones that did it. Uh, More than meets the eye does it. There's there's a couple. I hate to bring this up. I think Queen of the Cards does this trope. I I hate saying that fake name, but I, that fake does bring up this trope. In fact, I've seen it so much that I decided to write a fake where that didn't happen explicitly. Um, yeah, so that's basically that kind of thing um, is what made me want to write something different. Basically, I needed someone who we know to be the villain um, of the mm-hmm. story, the antagonist. Uh, because she's not like technically a worm villain, but she's a villain. Um, but I needed it to be someone who you wouldn't expect. I needed to be able to misdirect and kind of hint that maybe it's Arms Master, um, who I always want to just call Arm Master. <laughs> uh, not until after Leviathan. <laughs> I mean, even, even then, he didn't lose an arm. And then, um, so I, I needed all these things together. Um, and then I'm like, well, everyone loves Miss Militia. No one will see this coming. Yeah, and and uh, from from what I heard, because I haven't read through the entirety of Case of Disappeared Villain, it was very well received. I think it's I think it is your most popular fic. It is, in fact. And, you know, I'm very... Uh, I think maybe I have peaked. We'll see. <laughs> don't say that. Well, don't don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. That's if you believe you've peaked, then you have. But if you if you believe you've got room to grow, then fella, you're gonna go far. If, if you have well, if you have I mean, no self awareness, you will never peak. I can second attest to this. <laughs> no, I mean in uh, in in popularity, uh, I think I may have peaked. Um, I think I can Perhaps. grow in the storytelling space and so on, but but in terms of like, you know, just with the general community, the general fandom, yeah, I w- because I typically like writing weird stories, so they won't appeal to everyone. That's yeah. I mean, that's I'm, definitely that's only reflected with some of your more recent works, like please like and subscribe. And I want I to love be, yeah. okay. Let's talk about please like and subscribe real quick. Sure. Please like and subscribe was one of the driving things to influence this podcast's creation. Wow. Because it, it showed me that there was space in the Worm fandom for audio content. Please like and subscribe and Vermont Stretch Radio. And um, yeah, those were mm-hmm. the, the two big ones. Mm-hmm. They, they, they paved the way. They really were like, yeah, <laughs> you can do this. People will 
People just, will tune it was in. So hard. I just want to do all the editing. Uh, oh like, yeah, that part oh. of the that part of the podcast I don't do. <laughs> That's well, me. The, I spent five hours rendering out episode one. I'm sorry. It was Edge. fun. Uh, but, but so when you like, but are you doing things like? I guess you are kind of cutting it up so that you can get everyone's own mic, right? Mm-hmm. Well. I'm more more in, in terms of what I actually do for the audio. It's I just mostly just assemble it and then just kind of leave it. Uh, video match, is where match it's levels, fun. Video you do the you do the visualizer. Oh my god! That I mean uh, that's that's <laughs> most of the rendering, isn't it? It's that the, is mo- the that's that's the entirety of the rendering. Yeah, that, otherwise that, it would take like half an hour. Yeah. The the for me the please like and subscribe. Most of the audio in that involved several takes Mm. um and in a couple of the takes like uh i had it was you know emotional scenes and i get myself in character and i actually cried in real life just as taylor was crying in the scene Mm. Uh, and then i'm like doing that four times in a row (laughs) it's dedication to the uh to the craft if i've ever heard of it it was interesting. That was... I don't regret doing it, but I don't know if I would be willing to do an audio story again. It was just so much work. I mean, that's 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 more dedication than, you know, me spending two hours recording proper in Worm Read Aloud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why don't we have the full audiobook of that, that day? That, that exi- I mean, it exists, but I want to go back and redo it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, please like and subscribe because people in the comment section of the first episode were like, you should summarize what fic you're talking about. Um, it, it was a Doctor Who crossover. Uh, she basically... Uh, what? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll describe it. I have the pitch. Yes. Uh, elevator pitch. pitches. It's a Taylor, Peggy Sue, Doctor Who crossover... Alt power. Um, Those are words you like, space battles. (laughs) Exactly. You see, um, she's back in time in her younger body. And for whatever reason, she has decided to do um, these, uh, this YouTube series talking about Doctor Who. uh, Because she's gotten into Doctor Who now that she's back in time in her younger body and doesn't seem to have a power and the world's going to end in three years and there's nothing she can do about it. Uh, so she might as well watch TV. Um, that's that's and that's then talk that's about such it. a mood. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's so, the biggest mood. So she watches TV and talks about it. Um, but the way she talks about it is she tells Doctor Who stories in her podcast. Not podcast. Sorry, it's more of a video, right? Audio. But she drama, does it would... hypnotically. Mm-hmm. So she says. She like gets you into this this visualizing. She's like, close your eyes, and she talks really softly, and tries to bring the listener into the story. And the main character of the story is you. She is talking to you. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, that it is uh, interesting story. It is the 
maybe second weirdest story I have ever written. Maybe third weirdest. I've written some weird original stories. Oh, okay. I, I was, I was going to ask. I was, I was, I was, looking, I was, through, I was like, I was super... looking through the catalog. I was like, where is this? No, 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 no. I've written some weird original stories that I'm not going to talk about because then it would like link back to my real ID. Oh, oh. okay. Understandable. Yeah. But uh, I've written some weird things. Mm-hmm. I had a story that was um, told in first person as journal entries, but then in the last chapter, the narrator dies and the story keeps going. And it makes complete sense in story once you know a bit, well, but like that's. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <I'm... laughs> There's a line that's the knife, uh, like the knife lashed out and slit my throat. I died. And then the story keeps going. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's... I, I have a stabby unicorn thing I want to talk about. Uh, out of out of all of your stories, I think my favorite is hot cocoa. So I want to talk about that one a lot. I want to talk about hot cocoa. It's four thousand words. Um, it's it's basically a a what if look at worm. So basically, the the premise is that worm the entirety of it is a. D&D campaign or a Weaver Dice campaign that Taylor is playing with her friends to um, kind of cope with her life, essentially. And I want to talk about this fic because as a person who very much enjoys uh, character work, as someone who very much enjoys uh, quieter kind of fix like you know not dealing with the action of caves but more trying to deal with the humaner side of characters and the humaner side of storytelling and more importantly mm. the family side of storytelling um i mm. i would like to ask you like what was what was the inspiration behind hot cocoa what was like the driving forces behind it how did the idea come to be how did the writing process you know just the, the whole shebang because i love hot cocoa let's see if i can remember so the first thing that it was was it was a, it was going to be a Christmas story. Yes, I remember you dropped this around Christmas. Yeah, and I, a few days. I after. wanted it. I wanted to write a Christmas story, but I was also finishing a case of the disappeared villain, um, and I was just like going through a bunch of ideas, and I wanted something that felt like Christmas or like holidays, and I'm like, holidays for me is time with family um but also now that i've gotten older is about like um you know relationship with my parents and how that has changed over the years uh, and i the story didn't start about relationship with parents the story just started with the idea of oh it's a dnd style campaign uh, which I've never played D and D, but uh, it just I'm, started I'm as say that. D and D is mostly just people making shit up in the basement. I'm just just gonna put that out there real quick. That's for where you. all the best things are. That's where all the best um, things start. I did once read like most of a web comic that was uh, that was like the concept was Star Wars is Darth Droids. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that. That's that's where Darth some of yeah. the fish comes from. I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah, I, I read most of that, and and uh, but that was like a couple years ago. Uh, but reading that, uh, I don't know if that's what like gave me the idea of what if it's a campaign or not. But anyway, that's where it started, was just, what if it's a campaign? But then I started noticing there were relationships going on. I was like, how can I turn this into a story? Um, and then I was thinking, well, how does Worm progress? Uh, what would lead someone to act that out, to make that happen in their story? What would lead someone to tell that story? Um, which actually is something I think about a lot um like like you know what is behind a story i mean is something i think about a lot i i started writing an essay recently actually about worm and how you could view it as um as actually being a story about someone who wrote worm um trying to reflect the artist behind the art yeah, mm-hmm. but because I don't want to actually read into Wildbo and what he was thinking, I was like, it's a story about a fictional author named Lauren. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you see, it, it starts with uh, just a, a simple concept of an idea and it's pure escapism, but then it takes on something more as this author gets... Uh, fans and doesn't want to disappoint them and thinks the story will be torn apart. Um, the universe of the story will be torn apart. Uh, the the author, she is Scion, and she is like all the characters are reflections of her in this way of viewing the story. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, I feel like that's yeah. just that's just true in writing in general in storytelling is that I feel like yeah. every character is in some way a reflection of your experiences and your knowledge and just you not you as a person but just you know the sum the yeah. the summation of what you are is I feel like mostly what you put into storytelling. So that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah yeah, and I found that like. I would go back and read my stories like a few years later mm-hmm. and I will find things that I did not remember thinking, but I'm like, yeah, that's how I was feeling back then. I go back to things I write last year and I go, wow, you could have done this better. You, you piece of shit. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> yeah, that no, too. Writing can be like a time capsule for like who you were at a certain oh, point in I, your life. I have writing saved from when I was in, Ninth grade of high school. It is oh, on my shit. Google no, Drive. No. I, I, I have I, that before sixth grade. I am so grade. glad I don't have that. I, I refuse because... to delete it. I feel like if I delete it, I'm like, <laughs> I lose. I feel like I lose a lot. Technically if I speaking, it. the first version of I Prefer Chocolate, which is my Worm Minecraft self insert, was written before Worm. <laughs> when I was in sixth grade. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. Oh my god, it's so bad. Wow. Um, um, Actually, first... I have a question about hot cocoa. Have you have you ever the the thick worm D twenty, Stabby? No. Oh, that's actually a funny coincidence. Yeah, it's, that uh, that, that yeah, is each... basically the same. That that is basically your same idea essentially, but instead of Taylor, Emma, and Sophia playing the game, it's the Undersiders with Colin as their game master. Yeah, and it's it's a lot less like focused on the huh. the, the relationships of the characters, and like it's it's more about. It's more huh, humor. Funny moment. Dark humor. moment in story is funny moment in real life. It's yeah. not. It's it's a lot lighter. Um, 
and it's it's like one arc per chapter. I mean, I I, I won't say, I don't say like Hot Cocoa is like I don't feel like it it really particularly deals with very heavy themes. I feel like that was that's more Reparo in terms of your work. Yeah, I, I feel like it's much yeah. more it's much no, it's, lighter. It's not it's not heavy. No, but in comparison to something well, that's borderline sure. crack like Worm D twenty. Sure. I mean, I, I, to just close on Hot Coco, um, I just want to say that I feel like this is the kind of stuff that really helps, you know, it, it helps elevate the fandom, in a sense, because mm-hmm. we go beyond, we we go, this, this is going to sound really whiny, I guess, we go beyond just the superheroism of everything, and I understand if that's, mm-hmm. like, like personally, I love superheroes, and that's why I'm in this fandom. That's why I got into the story. But I also feel like there are more stories that can be told that is beyond the powers and beyond the fights and beyond the heroes versus villains. I feel like, and, and I feel like some a, uh, a story like Hot Coco is a great way to explore those angles and explore characterization and moments behind the story. Absolutely. I, it, Wild Bo's always stated that that powers are just a storytelling element, and I think Hot Cocoa is a very good proof of that. Um, fix like Hot Cocoa and other no power fix like Life Bends Down, which I still haven't read, are very. <laughs> I'll never read it. I'm so sorry. It's never. It's never gonna. Oh no! I should read it. I, I mean, I can. Um, I can say this about Life Bends Down is uh, I have read a couple chapters. Perry's writing is very good. In, a ter- in terms of just having the words, to, like the words she writes, is very pleasant to read. I wasn't, I couldn't get invested into the characters of LBD, and that's that's part of the reason why I couldn't continue reading it. But but Hot Coco is proof that you don't need powers to tell a worm story, um, because or, or rather you don't you don't or rather you don't need powers to tell a story in general, and I think that's yeah. that's just something that powers to keep in mind are like a fun thing. For me, like, I think this is where I kind of go wrong in in terms of my stories don't typically do with powers what one might expect. Like, I basically use powers to make things worse. Mm-hmm. Could you elaborate on that, actually? Uh, yeah, so um, Reparo, she's using her powers to imagine that she is a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to be, uh, Amy's power is... Um, it's is, the same as canon, but... Well, yes, roughly. but it's, tor- it's like, it's guilt over how she used it is tearing her up. And that's what it's about. It's about her emotional journey. The powers and that she's making Pokemon are secondary. And in Reparo... Um, it's the same kind of thing where it's really all about what's going on internally. I think if I remember correctly, I actually plotted Reparo out in terms of how she's feeling at different times and then oh. came up with plot for it. So I'm just going to say um, this right now. I always thought that spell was pronounced Reparo. <laughs> it probably is. Oh, okay. uh, I pronounce it Reparo. But I think because in the Chamber of Secrets movie, I think Hermione says Oculus Reparo, but 
Maybe she says Reparo. I don't know. I, I've just always assumed it was Reparo. I wouldn't know. I, I mean, I'm not. Great mysteries. I'm not. I'm not, deep, I'm not deep into you know the Potter fandom. It's Leviosa, well, I, I think it's... not Leviosa. Wingardium Leviosa. Yeah. So Reparo is my darkest, but like, I want to be as basically Reparo 2.0. It's Reparo, but different i mean it deals with anxiety and depression but hopefully with a bit more subtlety mm-hmm. whereas reparo was maybe too a... much subtlety for space battles <laughs> maybe damn, damn, actually out here just roasting most of our readership, most of our listenership <laughs> like this i mean i'm sorry reparo, reparo is like one is first person one is third person and so reparo is what does it feel like what are the thought processes every word in it should be something that she is basically thinking in her in her monologue mm-hmm. um whereas i want to be like yes the narrator is effectively amy talking about herself in third person like it's not an omniscient narrator uh but it gives a bit of distance Mm. So, uh, but it's still dealing with the themes of anxiety and depression. But where Reparo was really just about that, I want to be is also kind of about family and you know, like learning to accept oneself. Mm-hmm. I think I think so those are can, good themes. If you can, can you give like a little elevator pitch for both of those fix, just for the readers who have no idea what the hell we're talking or, about? Or li- yeah, listeners yeah. and readers. So yeah, uh, why did I say readers? I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> Are, are you going to have a transcript? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Never. Uh, so, um, Reparo is uh, about Taylor's told first person, and in it, um, uh, she starts thinking of her power as... Well, she's obsessed with Harry Potter, and she pretends her power makes her a witch and she's depressed enough that she doesn't really care about much and she because that is for me often how depression has worked um i kind of lose my ability to care and um as a result she just goes with thinking she's a witch uh but then weird things start to happen that shouldn't be possible with just the ability to control insects. Um, Reparo is one of my favorite fics in the fandom. Just, it's so excellent. Meanwhile, I want to be is, in short, what if Amy made Pokemon, uh, but also hates herself for doing it? Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, there have uh, been other yeah. like Amy making Pokemon fix. Uh, there have. Well, no, it was there was this one. Uh, Taylor was a tinker and she made Pokemon, uh, and Amy learned how to do it from her. Oh um, yeah, I think I remember. There's that. also it, menstrual sore, but I don't want to talk about menstrual no, sore. No. <laughs> we don't talk about menstrual That's sore. Awesome. God, I can't um, believe there's there's multiple pieces of fan art for mm-hmm. menstrual sore. I blame Perry. It's I great. can blame I can blame it solely on Perry, and I'm okay with that. 
Okay. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, something to bring up from the beginning before we end. Uh, this is a one question I do I did want to ask you, Stabby. How did you get into Worm? How did you get into the fandom, the story? Oh, all yeah, of it? yeah. Um, well, I was on the Cal train, which is a train. I'm I'm in the uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, and it's a train that kind of goes from San Jose ish up to San Francisco. And I was on that train and there was a girl on the train and the girl started telling me about worm. And I don't know how old she was. I, I think she was pretty young. Like she, she couldn't have been older than like, maybe she was like in her early twenties, but, um, at oldest. Anyway, she was just, like, going on about it and, like, oh, you have to read it. You have to read it. And I'm like, well, I don't really read much original stuff anymore. I just read Harry Potter fanfic. Damn. I wish if I wish I had that. the balls to, like, go up to random people on public transportation to be like, yo, read Worm. Like, <laughs> read Worm. <laughs> shove my phone in Some... the face. Read Worm and damn you. Read it. Somehow we got to talking first. But then that came out. Um, and, you know, I... I I wrote it down in my notes. Uh, and then like a month later, I ran across it in my notes. And I'm like, hey, you know, why not give it a try? I got some spare time. I've not read anything new in, in like years. Mm-hmm. A, a new original fiction mm-hmm. specifically. Um, so why not? And then I did. And then I read half of it. <laughs> I mean, you and a lot of people in this fandom, so don't worry about that one. I mean, to be fair, I have, like, read a smattering of the other chapters, and including, like, I, I, basically, I read up until they got away from Dragon. Um, oh, the Dragon Suits. When, okay. Yeah, when they got away from the Dragon Suits. I, I read up until there. That's Arc 16, and, I want to say. Yeah, I think that's Arc 16. And then I read from the time Taylor was being interrogated by Alexandria to half of the behemoth battle. Mm. Mm. That's a good chunk. I, I love rereading arcs 20 to 25 on yeah. a very Honestly, regular basis. Honestly, it's more consistent than Gaia. <laughs> and then that's I true. read like a fraction, like a few chapters from like near the end mm. and like the end. And, and spec, yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, spec, so, spec is so good. <laughs> I don't know if I read like so the actual like battle, but I read like pieces, mm-hmm. and I read the like epilogue, uh, a couple pieces of the epilogue part. Uh, glowworm, glowworm was painful for me. I read it through once. I've never read it uh, again on my read through, on my like other read throughs. I didn't read glowworm. Oh, not glowworm. Oh, the epilogue part. Oh, I tenoral, mean, like, tenoral. That's yeah. Yeah. The part where she's in the where uh, she meets she's on uh, Aleph. Her she meets her Aleph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Well, yeah. Is it Aleph for sure? We don't know. Could it become a dream. Shut the fuck up, Wild Bow! I swear to God, <laughs> she's alive. Damn you! She's alive. I can invoke death of the author. It could be a dream. I can invoke death of the author. Hey, it could be an afterlife. I mean, in a way, it is. Uh, no. You know what? The whole story. Do we have a story yet where the where it hints or maybe it just outright says that the whole thing is actually just in Taylor's mind and she's actually like still in the locker? 
That's a Wild Bo Reddit post. Yes. No, there's one. I see. <laughs> there's a Wild, okay, no, a no, no, wild hold Bo on. Reddit post. I mean, not that one. I was not thinking, that one. You know, it's just there's it's a the Buffy. It's the, it's the Buffy <sighs> the Vampire Slayer episode where, yeah. Wait, is, 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 that, is that the crack one where, like, she dies and wakes up and, like, no. everyone's still alive? This is Minecraft. This is Minecraft is by... Minecraft? It's the fucking Minecraft crossover oh. that inspired me to write I Prefer Chocolate because I really, oh, really gonna... didn't like how it ended Are we gonna have to cut so this? much. Are going to cut this Ugh, No, no, we're not because I'm not going to tell it, you people, that I hated the whole thing because that's a lie. I really liked a lot of it, but mm-hmm. it's the ending she wakes up in the hospital turns out the whole thing was a power dream and she just finished triggering as she wakes up and she was in the coma the whole that's, time that's a power dream power dream of her power cal- calibrating itself by simulating in, the entire, the entire universe. universe the entire universe not, not even coil you know? shard goes through those fucking legs to simulate sure. that much shit for him sure Fine. Uh, whatever. <laughs> um, Damn. All right. Uh, let's wrap this episode up by talking about recommendations. Anything you want the people to read. Um, I really like It Starts With One. It just updated. Uh, we talked about it last uh, in episode one, uh, but it's still really good. I, I think I think we're going to have to recommend – well, obviously, since Stabby's here, I have to recommend Hot Cocoa. I have to recommend – a lot oh. of stuff. I recommend Hot Cocoa. Yeah, Recluse is great. We and didn't talk about that we one didn't at talk all. About Recluse, oh, Recluse. But Recluse, I read, uh, funny story about this, I read Recluse, and after I finished it, that was during the Cauldron Secret Santa, and I was like, this other thing I'm trying with my prompt isn't working. What if I just do something in second person? And then I just banged that out in like 45 minutes. It was like 2,000 words. And it was, I was like, I'm okay with posting this onto the internet, so... You know what? You want to know a secret? What's the secret? Let us know. Second person is best person. Ooh, those those are fighting words for a lot of people. <laughs> those <them, laughs> fighting words for many, many people right there. I mean, it has to be done right, but like it's 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 great. It's it's very good. It. It's very good for a certain mindset and a certain yeah. story to tell. I can agree with that. It's also really good if you want to have a certain sort of cynicism in the voice. Uh, because it doesn't usually come out right in third person, although it can, and it can be like kind of quirky. Mm-hmm. But um, in first person, it just sounds obnoxious and pretentious. Um, but in second person, it it feels... Second person is like a screenplay. It feels immediate. Second person, present tense especially. It feels immediate. This is what's happening mm-hmm. right now. Like, it it just feels a lot more direct if there's a distance from the character second person has the least mm-hmm. i mean even though first yeah. person seems like it should be well for, closer first, it's not first person because... isn't closer because you are in the head of someone else and also to add to the second right. person thing is like i think second person is great for mystery personally yeah i think it's like the whole concept of you see this you do that mm-hmm. and it just it's, it's, if, it's like things are being yeah. slowly revealed to you because as as yeah. a person, you're not used to being kept in the dark like this, and then just telling a story yeah. like that works very well for mystery. And Second for... person is a lot of fun, and it's my favorite to write in, but it needs like the right kind of voice, and too often lately, the stories I've been writing just don't have that kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like, I can't just switch the... Per- like, each story I write has like a specific feel to it that is like the feel that goes with the story. So 
that means that it will have a certain person, a certain tense and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, not because I'm like thinking, oh, well, third person suit more just because it feels right. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- yeah. All right. Thank you so much more, for being uh, on this podcast with us. Stabby unicorn. Stabby unicorn is the author of many, many, many fics on, uh, SB and AO3 uh, in both the Worm and Harry Potter fandoms. Uh, check out everything she's written. She's oh. an excellent writer. Uh, strive to be more like her. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, vote for her in your local election. Um, <laughs> Damn. Uh, Edge is running campaigns now. Wow. Dude. <laughs> Get the uh, get the stabby uh, get the stabby unicorn milkshake at the <laughs> coffee shop in SF. And is that's that, actually is that an actual thing. thing? That is thing. an actual thing. Damn, I wasn't. It's a. Uh, I was in SF just a couple months a, ago. I should have. I, I wish I knew. It's a, it's a kinky coffee shop, and they have a a Kink, milkshake. Kinky as in like sex related, or kinky as in like kinky vodka. Uh, the first. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no alcohol there. Um, but, uh, and uh, they have a milkshake named after me. I named it. Did you, na- you named unicorn. it a stabby unicorn. Yeah, you are one of awesome. the first writers in the fandom to have merch. <laughs> stabby exactly. genuinely has merch. You can, if you're in the San Fran area, you can just buy, buy a, a milkshake. A, a stabby unicorn. A stabby unicorn. <laughs> we don't call it San Fran. We call it San Francisco or the city. <laughs> or well, SF. Well, I'm, SF I'm from okay. the East Coast, so it doesn't matter to me. The city is New York City. How dare uh, the you? The city is Boston. Uh, Thank you very much. One of, my, one of my favorite bands is The Sounds, and they've performed in SF. And I, I've seen them twice in SF. And both times they said, like, San Fran, I think it was. And I'm just like, oh, no, no. <laughs> You're never coming back here again. <laughs> well, they did. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thank you all, all right. for listening Thank to you. this episode of Embor. Uh, please like and subscribe. That's the name of the fic. That's not me shilling. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you all next time. Or, yeah. Thank you all. Bye.